Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey there, I'm Ryan. I'm Will Fred. I'm Ivan. How are you, Ryan? <laughs> That's for later. <laughs> <laughs> For now, you're listening to Repost of the only podcast where we watch reality TV, so you don't have to. This is our second instalment of our review of the Traitors of Australia series two. How are you, Ryan? <laughs> And welcome to a repost of episode 16 of It's Just a Game, the podcast where we watch reality TV so you don't have to. Every week we look at the hottest messes, the most iconic drama and so much more. And this week we're back to share more of our views on an insane series two of The Australian Traitors. Again, this episode is a great opportunity for you to catch up if you're just watching the episodes on BBC iPlayer. But of course, if you want some brand new episodes, we'll be back very soon to discuss The Traitors US. Now, every week I am joined by... Oh, can I just stop you there, Ryan? Sorry, mate. I need to stop you. Can you... How are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm seeing, uh, I've seen Annabelle today. How was she? Oh, she was great. Yeah, she was wearing a pink dress in the usual. <laughs> I'm definitely not recording this the day before I'm seeing her. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I did a really fun live stream with her and I, um, I gave her, I gave her, we were playing a board game and I gave her the pink counter. She's like, what are you saying, Ivan? Why are you giving your why pink counter? And I was like, well, cause you just wore pink all the time. <laughs> yeah, Ivan. Yeah, Ivan. <laughs> fucking misogynist. I'm sorry to tell you you've been cancelled. Goodbye. Wink. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so you've heard of Ivan who's here with us today and, uh, <laughs> Wilf is also here. Wilf is all local traitor. Hello, Wilf. How are you? 
Hello, I'm very, very good. Um, I'm a bit sad, actually, because people are going to listen to our opinions on season two of the Traitors US. Um, no, US, Australia. Australia. Well, the US is coming soon. Yeah, well, yeah that's who. And this is sadly the final um, season of the Australian Traitors because it's not being re-commissioned, um, which is sad. It's actually quite quite sad. No, it's gone. Rest in peace. I don't know if it's a curse that we have, because also I think Survivor UK looks like it's been cancelled too. Yeah. They, they were doing applications for Series 2 of that, but they... Disappeared. Just stopped it before the finale, before the um, closing date. Perhaps they didn't have any applicants or something. They've got excellent civilians, um, so like mm, they can they cast do. excellent people. And the casting of the Traitors Australia, generally for the past two series, has actually, in my view, probably been some of the strongest casting we've seen. Uh, maybe not some of the strongest gameplay, but some of the strongest casting, certainly. Mm. Do you think that they will, uh, Studio Lambert will pick it up and fly them all the way to our castle and film it there? You never know. Uh, trust me, you don't want that. It's a 24-hour flight. I'm about to do that. Uh, and you do not want to be doing this in economy. And uh, Stuart Lambert budgets one extent to uh, economy premium, I'm afraid. <laughs> you'll have to fly, fly with the animals in the plane. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be in the hold. Just 20 people in the hold of the plane with a camera being like, sorry, is this uh, part of the game? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, stay seated. It's, it's a challenge. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, that's our review of The Traitors Australia then. Now, as always, be warned, we're entering a spoiler zone. So if you haven't seen episodes one to six of series... Oh, my God. Oh, my God, you scared me. R.I.P. Will's microphone. <laughs> yeah, it was good when it lasted. <laughs> it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> Wolf, we can't hear you. We can't hear you, mate. No, no, it's not working. It's broken. We can't oh, hear you. Oh, shit. <laughs> Look, Bottom line is, if you haven't seen episode 126 of Series 3 on the Traitors Australia, and Wilf, I'm not going to mute to you, uh, stay away and come back when you're done. If you have seen them, stay right there. We're about to discuss a very, very tense installment covering everything from Queen Annabelle's demise to some premature traitor backstabbing, uh, some finger gun control, hash browns, clowns turn traitors, and traitors turn clowns. So much to discuss. So welcome back to episode 16 of It's Just a Game. I'm about to introduce an actually recurring segment with Ivan. It's called What's Happened So Far, Ivan. Ivan, what's happened so far, Ivan? Thanks for asking, Ryan. I have a, a small piece of paper prepared here with some synopses, because yes, we've heard your complaints. We say we watch reality TV so you don't have to, and then we just talk about it as if you've seen it. So if you haven't seen it, here's what happened in episodes three to five. Right, episode three. Um, it is Sam the Ash. Sam the traitor is going from, for Ash the traitor. Ash so far doesn't know, but soon finds out. Uh, Payden's murdered. They go for a task. It's kind of a UK task, but like about uh, it's kind of got a little bit of the, the coffin task as well. Annabelle is continually hilarious. And we also learn the Australian Fergus is called Daniel. Back in the tower or the castle or whatever they're calling it, it is fully Sam v. Ash. But eventually, Sam gets the numbers, votes out Ash, and Sam does the first traitor hunt. Everyone believes Sam is amazing because Sam, like our friend Will, got the first traitor out. And at the end of the episode... Don't bring me into this, mate. I, I will not. I will not. Roger offers the two traitors a recruitment. On to episode four. Uh, okay, so Sam's got away with it somehow, and there is a groundswell building to banish Ian. Paul's been murdered. They head off for a task. It's like a muddy minefield where they have to answer uh, guest secrets about each other. Liam's team wins. Liam shoots flaming arrows at a bunch of ships to gain the shield for the second time. Here's where it goes crazy. Luke and Annabelle start their campaign against Sam, but it's interrupted as Ian and Liam lay into each other based on vibes. At the round table, they continue Ian versus Liam, utterly distracting from Luke and Annabelle's Sam theory. 
Eventually, the two faithfuls cut their losses and vote Ian, and it's Ian who's banished. Back in Traitor's Tower, the traitors are loving it. Episode 5. This is Annabelle's episode. She starts breakfast announcing she's hunting Sam, and then reveals in a confessional she's also onto Blake. She's solved the whole thing. Sam tries to slip uh, in as Hannah's pal, and uh, and then it all begins. It's all Annabelle and Luke. They're up to speed. They've locked in on both remaining traitors. They could win in the next two episodes. This has never happened before. They're the best faithfuls ever. BFE. This task is basically the spinning wheel from UK3. It's nothing. Blake gets the shield. Again, nothing. Annabelle, when she suggests uh, Blake to Sam, he takes the bait. It's looking good. She's got confirmation it's Sam. But Simone, the wrestler, pushes back hard, utterly disagrees. And in the round table, it all turns on Annabelle. They vote for Annabelle. She gets voted out. She stands up, does a whole thing about polar bears, and she's gone. Luke and Annabelle tried everything they had. They shot their bolt, and they did not get rid of Sam. And that's where we are now. Honestly, pretty pretty insane summary for an insane free episode. I think episode five might be one of the best episodes yeah. of like the Traitors Multiverse. Fully thanks to Luke and Annabelle. Uh, but let's talk about it. Uh, quite a few things that happened in there. And the first one, I think, is the first very early Traitors backstab. We talked about this in the last episode, and it really materializes. It really happens in episode three. Ash loses a cool at the round table. There's a big fight and people vote Ash out. What do you guys think? Surely it's a bit too early to be backstabbing another traitor. It's only a third of the way. Oh. Um, I just feel like he did it way too quick. He, he, I said it in the previous episode because it, obviously he said that he was going to do it. Um, and now he's done it and he's actually got away with it. But does that leave him vulnerable? because a lot of the people in this show would have watched various episodes of the traitors and they know um, other traitors like the UK traitors, American traitors, and they know at some point they will backstab another traitor. But at the same time, would they think that they'll do it so early? So it's a good yeah. strategy, but a bad strategy at the same time. It strikes me as really weird that they're all trying to become the traitor hunter. They're using this phrase, and we know from you, Will, and from other people, that it is the first thing a traitor will do to get another traitor and confirm themselves as good. So it doesn't confirm you as good. And yet they all drink Sam's Kool-Aid. It's incredible what he manages to do. But the most amazing thing is the way he gets people to turn against Sam. It's utterly utterly formidable watching him do that he says things like uh, ash you've revealed your true character now while revealing his own true character it's really hard to watch and you do root for ash because you feel like she's been completely completely overplayed by sam so well done him but also like i feel sorry for ash um can i can i just say that we um anybody from the australian cast that are listening to this we're watching your edit so if we do say things that uh, are a bit harsh and we don't like if so yeah. if we don't like you or whatever it's, it's because of the edit but one thing i want to say is when when i went against Alyssa, it was nothing about getting a getting a rid of another traitor it wasn't about that it was the fact that i knew people were voting for me and i knew people were voting for her and the mm. only way i could get a majority of people to vote for her is because they were already going to vote for her it weren't like Oh, my strategy is to get out the traitors. That that wasn't it at all. Yeah. Like, I really wanted to stick together at the beginning. Um, and it just fell like that because Alyssa said certain things and she was breaking at certain points. And but yeah, but I I I don't agree with I, I know it's called the traitors, and I love that there's so much drama. 
But at the same time, I'm just a bit like, bro, just why can't you just try and go together? I think he's he sets out at the very beginning to make it the Sam show. And I think yeah. it's slightly unfortunate for the other people in the show because he does steal a lot of oxygen from them. He plays a blinder at times, but also he reveals it at times when he says things like, I murdered Payton in episode I three. It's like, it's down because it's like, come on, there's three of you. You didn't murder Payton. You collectively murdered Payton. Come on. And it's fine. The reason he gives is right. It was the right, he was the right person to murder at the right time. But don't say I did it because all we see, and he calls himself the sheriff and eventually ends up like, well, maybe not this episode, but you know, wearing sheriff outfit and properly being the sheriff. And it's just like, okay. It's a knobhead. <laughs> His edit. His edit. His edit. His edit. Sorry, Sam. His edit. Your edit's a knobhead. <laughs> you have to say, that's the problem with Sam. Like that, that, that's my other big conversation topic for today. Sam, like, mm. He's actually a decent traitor. He's a decent strategist. He's definitely helped by the fact that the faithfuls are also really shit at this. He's great strategy. But the problem is, like, there's a character behind that that I cannot get behind. It's the ego, the, like, sociopath vibes that are just, like, making it Mm. really uncomfortable to watch. Like, somebody, please, break his finger so he just stops doing finger guns. Can we say say one thing, right? (laughs) This guy's gone through it, right? And... He's literally manipulated so many people. And these people aren't the type of people that were in the UK traders. Like they have very suit, not like no offense to the UK traders, but it was very normal people in normal sort of jobs. The people on the Australian cast are all ex-police. One of them is literally, um, what's his name? Keith. Keith was went undercover as a fucking drug drug mm. smuggler or something for years. <laughs> like, a mule. Yeah. yeah, a mule. Like they, Maybe he smuggled a bit of the drug, which would explain how he voted every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. It's not an easy game to play. And I do yeah. take my, hand, my, my hat off to, to Sam because... As we, when we talk about the later episodes that I've been on, then you can really sort of respect but hate at the same time. Like, mm. it's hard to, like, I can't talk about the position he's in because, well, I can, but I mean, like, I can't <laughs> hate on him because it was the position I was put in. And I'm guessing if I did it again, I'd probably be a lot more ruthless because yeah. that's part of the but game. The is, I don't hate on the ruthlessness. I don't hate on him playing the game because he's it's doing ego, that and he's it? doing that well. It's the mm. ego behind it. As he went on that show, wanting this to be the Sam show, he went on that show deciding he was going to be the star. He was going to make himself a Caribbean reality TV or something. And that sort of character is always one in a series. And that sort of character, I just don't gel with. I can't get behind. I can't love because I know it's that's all same. orchestrated for maximum attention. I will never, ever get behind Sam. Like, I know it sounds really bad, but I, I just couldn't. He has no, like, at least to me, I did did deep moments, but, but I genuinely you went cared. There for the love of the game. You were playing the game. Yeah. All you did was for the love yeah. of the game and not for your own ego to make this the Wilf show. Speaking of the love of the game, they Blake and Sam do play quite a good um, uh, play at the end of this episode when uh, Roger comes in, offers them a recruitment, and they say no. And they yeah. repeat that no for the next few episodes as well. And it's it's effective. Two is good. With two traitors, you can't get two turning against one. It's a much safer uh, uh, kind of um, trust relationship. Even though they begin to portray that trust very, very quickly, it's the right play again by the traitors to go, no recruitment, two is fine. Um, so, and I think Blake is playing a blinder at this stage as well. Blake is doing really, really well. He's doing a quieter version. Sam is obviously being like main character syndrome, but nevertheless, the two of them at this stage, I mean, 
actually, I would say Sam is just as likely to go home in episode four as he is to survive to the end mm. because he's put so much attention on himself. And you know that much attention on you do, can blow up in your face. It's too much chaos. It's too random. Yeah, let's talk about do you Blake's- think Sam- gone. Sorry, go uh, I was going to say, do you think Sam is thinking about airtime? Yeah, like, honestly, all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just just wanted to clear that because I can see it. He's like, oh, oh, yeah. the, the worse I am, the more ruthless I am, the more airtime I'm going to get. And yeah, just the dodgy claims he's making in those confessionals. It's yeah. like you're not even. No one is that. No one is that evil. You cannot actually have a head like that. Put the fucking guns away. He does my head in with the shooting. Honestly, shit, man. Australia needs finger gun control. <laughs> <laughs> you got a license for those, mate. <laughs> talking about blake then um blake's strategy where do we think he like they go up to head for a bit at one point blake tells sam i don't trust the fucking word you say mate Mm. like it's a brilliant moment but at the same time he does go back and trust sam at least awkwardly and in the way plays it does feel like he keeps trusting sam do we think that's the right strategy at this stage you know having reached episode five or do we think maybe he needs to be a bit more careful maybe a bit less keen to follow sam um in my in my life right i i'm a very trustworthy trustworthy person and i feel like i find it hard not to trust people and i feel like he's the same like he will say i don't trust this person but then at the same time you're in a position of power where you need that person to corroborate with what you're doing. So mm-hmm. he's scared because he knows Sam has power. The way Sam turns on people is so strong. So he, he is just very, attacks them straight back he again, attacks doesn't he? them and he always comes up with a, a legitimate reason too. Um, he remembers all the facts. He remembers everything. He's yeah. always got something for each different person. Exactly. It's, it's, it's insane. So it's Blake so is good. intimidated. You can tell mm. Blake's intimidated, but he needs to get out of that and just mm. be like, no, do you know what? Fuck him. I'll, I'm going to do it too. Every single episode, we see one of the two of Blake or Sam either be tempted to or fully pull the trigger on betraying each other but they're also both quite aware during the round table about whether they want to actively outwardly do that people change their mind in the round table a lot in this series yeah. and it, we see it quite a lot that one or the other one goes into it being like all right i'm voting for this particularly blake all right i'm voting for sam and then when he realizes there isn't the numbers he pulls back and um, we also see it with the faithfuls you know we saw annabelle and luke being in there going in there being like we're all going to vote sam they see the numbers aren't right they vote ian so it happens a lot but they never fully turn on each other until until later. And that is a, it's a joy to see. I, I think if I was a faithful, obviously I've never played as a faithful, only for one episode until I found out who the other traitors were. Like, you're still <laughs> looking for other traitors. Um, Liam would probably be the one I was looking at. I don't know if it's the moustache and the hair. I don't, I don't know. Like Jeffrey Dahmer vibes. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It's weird. I mean, you know, a lot, the, the viewing experience of this show is you're basically a traitor as you watch it along. So you don't ever mm. get that feeling of not knowing who they are. And a lot of the stupid things faithfuls do is harder to see and harder to empathize with because you always know who the traitors are. So, you know, you need to watch a series of The Mole to realize how clueless we all really are because yeah. we all know and therefore we all think we're bloody brilliant to this game. But then when you see something like Annabelle and Luke figure it out, maybe they were lucky. But they figured it all out. They had both remaining traitors and we're like, episode four and they're done. The game is solved. All they need to do is listen to reason and the game is over. Such an exciting... I've never seen anything like it. And you're talking about them, our two heroes, Luke and Annabelle. Oh my God. I love them. Look, they need to have kids, like, or something. (laughs) Maybe not, but okay. I think I'm only up for that. (laughs) Yeah, okay, fair. Maybe Luke is. We'll ask him. Honestly, they're brilliant. Like, they've got the game. You can tell... 
Annabelle went into this game. She revised. She looked at previous series. She listened to great podcasts. She must have listened to some amazing... I reckon some of the podcasts she listened to must have been so amazing. Yeah, and then ours as well. Uh, <laughs> so, so honestly, like, look, she knew what she was doing in that game. I think that knowledge really shows. She understands the strategy. She understands the meta layers. Mm. The, she's at a level of thinking that others do not get to unless they've got like a real background in strategy like Luke does as a former player on Survivor in Australia. They're incredible, and I just like I need to sing that praises. I like Mate, they're really good I, at this. I said in episode one of season two of our podcast that I like Luke. I I did like Luke. I th- I feel like him and Annabelle. You know when they sussed them out, I was so fucking excited. I was like, oh my and- god. They yeah. sussed them out. But the thing is, it's like everybody says this thing and there's no way. Uh, I'd like to ask Ivan this, actually. So if two players are convinced. So what they did, they kept it quiet to the round table. Yeah. And th- but then if they went around spreading, it could have backfired. It's like, how would you yeah. play it if you two were convinced and you know? Because and they put together legitimate reasons as why. But can you even play it? Because really you have the mercy of everyone else. Well, I mean, I do have a point about this. Uh, and it's what I did, which was um, never say anything and then get voted <laughs> out. So I didn't play it right. Uh, although I do feel like on episode four, I maybe... That's not your card. Instead, instead of going for Alex on episode four, I should have gone for one of the people I actually believe were the traitors, um, which were at the time mostly Amanda, but also my other, my other four were, uh, uh, um, uh, Andrea, you will, Alyssa, and Matt. So I was kind of, I mean, I was on to you, but like Amanda was the one I would have gone for. Um, and if I'd done that, it would have played it differently, but I would have been murdered. Wait, anyway, wait, 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 wait. We've gone over this so much. I, I was on to you when you, I was on to you when you cried during no, the red breakfast. Me. No, forget Alyssa. me, forget me. Okay, Amanda. Like, I want to know why. Like, this isn't exclusive. Like, put why? on her glasses. Uh, it's not an exclusive. I said it everywhere. She put on her glasses immediately after the traitors were given. Yeah. Uh, she changed her entire... I'd spent all day one with her. She spent, changed her entire demeanour after the traitors were announced. I was on to open the first day. Every single yeah. confessional really? I did was like, it's Amanda, it's Amanda. We've been over this, yeah, Will. Yeah. Like, in my oh, yeah. first confessional, the very first confessional I go to, they asked me who I suspect, and I go for Amanda straight away, because she did this thing. And if you happen to be going up to Scotland in a few days to play the traitors, if you're American, mm. uh, just remember this thing. She puts her fingers together and that's this thing called temple hands which is a sign of confidence and in that room it happened just after like the traits have been tapped on the shoulder and in that room that level of confidence when everyone else is losing it people are even afraid of drinking their water yeah it was just like oh my god that's gotta be you i mean she said she needs her glasses to see and i agree but she was not hiding behind them for the entire first day and suddenly she was hiding mm-hmm. behind them when she took off her mask point is, is the worst you know what there's one mm-hmm. thing i gotta add to that the worst <laughs> thing she'd do is that she was always like maybe they are not traitors and I was like, okay, oh, bless yeah. you then. Oh, yeah, exactly. No. She kept saying that. I was like, no, it has to be. Who's being murdered then? Who's being... Anyway, so um, it was, it, only a traitor would say that. Listen, the point here is I had some people I named and my big mistake in series one was not going on the attack for someone I had evidence for yeah. and instead going for Alex. But you don't, you do not campaign against a player. You don't even bring them up unless someone else has brought their name up because with numbers like that, there's no point getting rid of traitors. What happens when Ash gets rid of, they offer them recruitment. You don't need to campaign against anyone. So why do you come out and say, I know it's these people? It's TV. It's 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 exposure. Now, um, uh, uh, Annabelle, for for all of the reasons we, we absolutely adore her. Also, I think she would agree she was trying to make good TV. And she did. She made five episodes of brilliant TV. She was quite polarizing on social media, I think, because some people thought, oh, she's trying to get screen time. Of course she was going to get screen time. Of course. She's hilarious. 
hilarious. Also, she's brilliantly watchable. She's absolutely hilarious. And she solved the entire game in five days. Now, if I were her, I'd be like, even if I get some home at this point, I've solved the game in five days. I've made my name. I'm one of the best faithfuls ever. And that's fine. So yep. in answer to your question, Will, when do you reveal it? I'm not entirely sure. It depends on the context far too much, but you don't reveal it on day five. You would reveal you, it on day seven or eight. Would you, That's would, what you do. Would you befriend them? So, you know, befriend and betray my, my strategy. So if yeah. you, if Annabelle and Luke said, these are the traitors, we need to befriend them to get, oh, so yeah. we vote with them. Yeah, but then imagine having to be friends with Sam. Oh, I, I fully oh, agree. It's you, horrific, isn't it? <laughs> you do befriend them. I'd rather get finger gunned. <laughs> Oh, would you? No, no, no. I mean, finger gun down. <laughs> you get me, is, okay? it, is it two fingers for you? Is it? Oh. Oh, you're on that level, are you, Ryan? Anyway, <laughs> we've talked about our heroes. Now I need to talk about our zeros, which is basically the rest of the cast. And this is where I come to my new recurring segment. Sorry, Ivan, I'm stealing this from you. The editors in the Traitors Australia, they love the, like, oh, I do this job, so I'm great at catching traitors. Yes. Like, at one point, this guy's like, oh, I'm an electrician, so I'm great at catching traitors. Mm. And I'm like, look, there is no correlation here. Like, please. <laughs> so what I want you to do is please come up with a job that would make you great at catching traitors. The more outrageous, the better. Uh, Ivan. All right. I'm a clown. So I haven't thought of what. Okay, right. Here we go. I'm a clown, and I'm pretty good at treading on toes. And and but if people tread on my toes, it's all just shoe. And that's how I'm going to get the traders. I'm going to go around treading on toes and see whose nose honks. That's how I'm going to find as as a clown. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> Can you imagine? Sorry, I think you're a traitor. <laughs> ah, it's you, mate. <laughs> All right, let's make it fair. Let's, let's, unless you got one, Will, I want to give you a job, and you can see how that's going to make you a good traitor hunter. Um, now, go on, give me a job. All right, let's do um, postman. I'm a good. Oh, I don't know. I can't <laughs> do this shit, man. I'm a, I'm a postman, and let me tell you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna win this game because I may be late. I may not turn up one day, but you better believe I'll deliver. <laughs> See, I can't do that. Oh, though. yes. Thank you. Yeah, I can't do that. Um, oh, I need to come up with one. Hold on. All right. Can I give you a job? Uh, sure. A dog trainer. A dog trainer. Why, what makes you a great, great player of this game if you're a dog trainer? I can't do the accent, okay. but I'll still try to. Mm -hmm. Like, as a dog trainer, no, actually, listen. I'm a dog trainer. I like to bring everybody to heel. <laughs> That's Australian Borat. Okay, I'm a dog trainer. Go on, you do it again. Like, as a dog trainer, I'm great at finding traitors. That's all I've got. <laughs> no, no. You know, as a dog, I can't do the accent. As a dog trainer, you know, every dog has its bite. But what we need to do is show our hand and make them feel comfortable and then we take control of them. Here we yes! go. Oh, nice. Amazing. I can train them all. They can follow me. As a dog trainer, I would love to put my nose in everyone's ass <laughs> until I figure out who smells shit and who smells right. That's brilliant as well. Yeah. Very good. Hey, good recurring oh. segment, Ryan. I love Yeah. That might, it. that might recur. That might recur. I think it might. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is, I'm sorry, I know, like, it's not everyone's favourite cup of tea, but I've got to talk about the challenges. I actually really like the challenges. They blew shit up at contestants. Oh. Like, I don't know how health and safety sign up on this shit, but I loved it. Okay. Like, they were chill, like, the shield challenges, the fact they've got shields in every challenge, and they keep 
upping the ante. They make the chill really important. And also that gives a new life to the challenges. I just actually really enjoy the challenges in this series. I agree with you to an extent. I think ch- taking the shield away from the winning team is really great because it means that you can't hide behind being on the winning team anymore. However, that blowing up challenge annoyed me so much because it was like, ooh, let's find out some secrets about the team. First one's about Payden, who's out. Next one <laughs> is literally like, there are some people who are hiding some information about themselves. No shit, Sherlock. It's like, yeah, I thought of the name of the game. <laughs> and then, but there were some really good ones as well. Like, there is a bear in Traitor's Tower, which I thought was really interesting. It was like, oh, okay, so how yeah. do you play that? I don't know. But like, it's, it's, there were some, so there were some interesting ones, but what it didn't do is reveal anything about any of them. And what we need is evidence. We need like, oh, I want to know something about the characters. I want to know hints about what they really like so I can start to find out who the traitors are. Yeah. And they missed a trick by not giving good spoilers away. But I agree, blowing stuff up in their faces was quite funny. See, I think the perfect middle ground would be something along the lines of, look, we're not going to ask the Trinity to sabotage the task. This is not the mall. No. If you want to see this, it's coming to Netflix soon. That's fine, but that's not the traitors. However, giving small advantages in the game, in the challenges, could give it a second life. Not just a shield, but you could add protection from banishment. You could add um, something like, and you know, one protection from banishment can change everything because sometimes you're the name on the table for one day and not the next day. Mm. You can have like very slight hints about the traitors, like something like this guy somehow related to Peter bro. And like, they don't tell you anymore and you just have to figure well, it out. Invisible, invisible shield. So, so if you get voted out, yeah, banishment, you can deflect that onto someone else and they have to be banished. Yeah, turn a vote away. You could steal a vote. You could, like, there's so many twists you could have. Did you say pedo bear? What? Peter, related to pedo bear. <laughs> Peter bread. Peter bread. Peter bread. Peter bread, just like uh, at the end of the, the Thames Link line. Yeah, Peter bread. That's where, that's where my, my dad's from. That's where I've run my, my boxing gym. Peter bread. Not pedo bear. bear. Not pedo bear. <laughs> I didn't see pedo bear. <laughs> Oh, no, no, just, no, hang on. No. Okay, right. <laughs> let's move on. I have something else I want to say, which was one of the best moments. And again, this should have been enough, Faithful. When Annabelle's standing up there doing her, uh, like, clearly prepared. Tell me I'm wrong, Annabelle, but I loved it. But clearly prepared. So what I've read is she prepared it on the way into the banishment room. All right, okay. But, but listen, when she's doing that, and she starts doing the bit and then she goes, Sam, don't look shocked already. And it's so fucking good. And it's like, it's listen, so good. just look, look at what's going on. He's looking shocked. He hasn't even found out she's a faithful yet. We absolutely have all the evidence yeah. we need at this point. And they can't see it. It's so frustrating. Can I, can I say something? I, my yes. daughter's got a little merry-go-round um, this here. I'm showing you guys. Mm. And whenever she plays it, it reminds me of Annabelle. So <laughs> look, look. Wait, wait. Is this copyrighted music? It just reminds me of Annabelle. <laughs> no, is it singing about polar bears? It just reminds me. She was a, this reminds you of Annabelle. It just reminds me. Of is it because it's pink? No, because because it, it's so glorious and pink and nice. It just reminds <laughs> me of Annabelle. Like Annabelle was just like the best. Like, can we um, can sorry. we all have a, a, a moment silence for Annabelle then? Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. Let's We're all united here today for her lady. Annabelle. The real traitor hunter. Her and Mark from season one. May you rest in peace. <laughs> what was that mean when she, when she, climbed, out of, she climbed out the coffee? She was like, I forgot about the warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, she, was, she was the best, man. And you know what? I'm going to say it right now. The worst thing the faithful has done. Out of every faithful that's been banished, <clears throat> she was the, she literally, the worst mistake they made was getting rid of Annabelle. 
like by far. Yeah, hundred percent. No, look, you know what? I just like. I know that one day there's going to be a Traitors International version. That will not be playing, definitely not, but will will be invited. And I just need, like, I feel like I need to play this game against Annabelle. I need, like, yeah, I, she's just so good at this. Like, it just, like, it would just up the level of the game because sometimes, like, playing the Traitors in the UK felt like, you know, you were not just fighting against the traitors, but you were fighting against the faithful because it was a case of who's going to make the most stupid decision today. Sometimes you just feel like you were, like, playing against some faithful's intellect and playing that game against people that just get it so well people like annabelle would just like elevate this game people like luke like people like you ivan it's just like it would make this game so much fun yeah and this is where we plug um something called the cult that me and ivan are working on that we're uh, <laughs> going to going to uh, big organizations and doing a day that's not traitor theme but it's called the cult which so, is a social deduction to- game <laughs> which is very very good <laughs> What is that? Hold on. Yeah. Oh, uh, long story, man. <laughs> Somebody listened to this podcast and was like, oh my God, I've got it. Let's invite Ivan and let's invite Wilf. <laughs> oh! <laughs> No, the thing is, no, here's what happens. They say, let's invite Wilf. And then Wilf texts me going, Ivan, help. Your yeah. job is game. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't forget. Yeah, that's the truth. I am, I am the Ken of this podcast. My job is game. Okay. So, <laughs> I've been asked to do this hosting thing, Ivan. Uh, you're so much better at running games. I need the mechanics of a game, please. Can you help me? <laughs> so he hosts. He hosts. And I go, okay, well, you've got to have a little nation here. We've got to make sure that there's a little mechanic, catch up mechanics. Or yeah. I mean, unfortunately, that is, uh, that's all I can do in my life. I will. Well, I will just stand on the car park and uh, punch people's car uh, parking tickets. Hey, don't punch uh, their tickets. Tickets didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I just punch the people who you walk look, in. You then. look like a parking ticket because you got fine written all over you. <laughs> uh, as a parking attendant, oh, I think I'd be pretty good at this. Game. <laughs> I like to slap a. I like to slap a ticket on every car, and I tell me what, I got the traders ticket today. <laughs> oh, oh, what is this podcast? Oh, I love this. Uh, There's. Like one last comment I've got to make. Uh, this is a direct note for Studio Lambert's production team. The breakfast in Australia, mm. they've got hash browns. Hey, why have they got sausages, bro? Bacon, sausage, eggs. I was eating cold ham. We've got dry croissant that have been there for like at least two weeks. Like the croissant is the croissant like Kate from the US version four weeks before that said she didn't want and they left it on the table. And we're not talking about croissants. We're talking about Ryan's croissant. Like, like, do you know what I mean? But for all the things they have on that table, why are they always nibbling on a hash brown like a hamster? They're always just holding it up like... If the guy comes in, it's it's all they want. I mean, it's to be fair. Yeah, you know I what? Want, I'm, uh, I'm planning a big trip to Australia in a few months' time, and I reckon I might I might just book a night in that castle, in that hotel, just so I can uh, just so I can try the breakfast. Nibble on a hash brown. See how the hash browns are. Mm-hmm. I know, just trying the hash browns. Do you think you could you think you'd come in as a faithful and be like, ah... Oh, can I have some poached eggs, please? Do you think they'll let me some poached eggs? Every hotel I'll go to get funny. You know, when you ask for a poached egg, they'll scream like, oh, shit. So annoying. I'll be, I'll be great at this game because I'm a cook. And I was a cook today I'm poaching eggs, but tomorrow I'm poaching traitors. Hey! <laughs> uh, yeah, finally. Thank you. Finally. One last thing also, like, I need to give out what I will call the Paulie and Ryan Awards, uh, named after me from the UK version and Paulie from the Australian version, <laughs> uh, for the person who appears least in the game. 
Gloria. Does anyone remember Gloria? She gets like a word in in that episode. Like mm. she's in there until at least episode five. What's happened to Gloria? She's laying low. I, I don't know why they edited her out. Perhaps she just always makes too much sense. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that, that may just be what it is. But anyway, uh, I said all I had to say on this episode. We've seen some good heat for Sam. We've seen our heroes, Luke and Annabelle. May uh, Annabelle rest in peace. Uh, we've seen some decent challenges, some good hash browns and Gloria who goes home with uh, Paul and Ryan Award. Uh, and that's it for debrief of episode three, four and five of the Traces Australia. If you like the show, don't forget to give us a five-star review and follow us for some more gossiping very soon. If you don't like the show, you can still give us a five-star review. I don't really give a shit, to be honest. Uh, or you can follow us on Instagram at It's Just a Game Podcast. Until next time, you can follow me on Instagram at Annabelle and Luke's fan account. You can follow me at I Love Bread. You can follow me at Polar Bears Eat Their Own Young When They Get Hungry or something at TikTok. <laughs> I think you've hit the character limit, uh, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and from all of us here, it's see you very soon. And goodbye. Miss you, Annabelle. Bye. Miss you, Annabelle. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.